0: Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet, Post Daily Dose. Hey, good evening, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Hope everyone's doing fantastic on this tremendous Tuesday, and you have had a great day so far. So I left off last night on the Daily Dose, and I was actually watching a webinar. I've been doing a lot of learning while I've had some of this time, a little bit of time off. But um, yesterday I was uh, left off. I had a question from Tawanda asking about how to talk to children about COVID-19. So I told Tawanda that I would pick up and talk about that this evening. So that's what I'm going to do. One of the things that Tawanda mentioned and the reason it kind of jumped out to me is because her, her small child was saying that, uh, I think maybe it was her grandchild was saying that she couldn't um, hug him or kiss him because he might die. And so I think at some level, this is what a lot of adults, parents, professionals, uh, even the government was trying to help diminish was the rampant fear that we can ultimately end up passing on to our children. And so when I think about talking to children about COVID-19, the very first thing that comes into my mind is you have, as the adult, you have to calm your own fear. And and I've have been in several homes during this time, and I can tell you the homes in which The parents feel the best and feel the most regulated are the homes with the least anxiety because the children don't worry. And I've said this time and time and time again over the years, your child looks to you to determine how they should perceive and view the world. I'm gonna say that again. Your child looks to you as the adult to determine how they should perceive and interpret the world. So if your child is hearing about COVID-19 and hearing about death and hearing about there's no schools and there's no gatherings and all of these different aspects that the media is pushing out there that you got to, you know, wear a mask and not touch and not hug and not kiss and wash your clothes after you go from outside and have any contact and, you know, de- sanitize, your, sanitize your shoes, et cetera. They're hearing that and they're looking to you and they're not looking to you for your words, they're looking to you for your feelings. Alan Shore says that 90% of communication is nonverbal and it lies in patterns of affect regulation, which means that the majority of our communication is outside of our words. It's beyond our words. It's unconscious. It's below the level of thought. And it lies in the communication that we have from the vibrations of our body from our energy from the vibrations that our body gives off that our amygdala gives off that our oxytocin gives off that our cells give off that communicate volumes so number 1 your children and I say I've said this a lot over the years as it regards to teachers when it comes to different difficult children in classrooms as it comes to parents when it when it regards how their siblings view the way they handle another child because your kids are always looking at you and they're looking at you to determine how they're supposed to feel and perceive any given moment so number 1 when it comes to covid-19 the first person you have to check is yourself if you are anxious and stressed out and worried and fearful it is guaranteed that your children are going to be stressed out, anxious, worried, and fearful. So you got to check yourself. Calm yourself down. Stop watching all the television shows. Stop listening to all the social media. Take a break. Take a technology break and feed your brain with some calm music, some comedy, some Kevin Hart, some, some uh, uh, I don't know, Eddie Murphy, whoever you listen whoever's your comedy person, a funny show, some Adam Sandler, you know, whatever it may be but change what you're feeding your brain if you find yourself being overwhelmed and racked with stress and anxiety. It's number one. Number two, when you do have a conversation with your children, so this is from the standpoint of you having a conversation with them, be matter of fact, be very point blank, and, and be honest to the degree that you know what you're talking about. Our own government doesn't even know a lot of what they're talking about. A lot of the professionals are telling you, <clears throat> they're telling you, you know, about all these precautionary methods that we have to take. But so much of this is still foreign. We still don't know what's really going on. There is no cure. So you can't tell your children something that you don't know for sure. What you can tell them is, look, these are very stressful times. There is a virus like the flu that is going around and it is making a lot of people sick. And it has a lot of people worried because it spreads so fast. So what we need to do is this, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. As long as we do these things, we are most likely gonna be just fine and we're not gonna worry. We're gonna do our best to just continue to function as a family and love one another and we're gonna be okay. If you start to worry, if you have some concerns, if you have some fears, some anxieties, just come and ask mama, just come and ask daddy, and then we'll deal with it. That's it. It doesn't have to go on deeper than that. You don't have to say, watch the news. You don't have to feed into all the fear that is going on in our society today. So that's number two. Number three thing, if your children, hello, Carrie, hello there, Mimi. If your children come to you and they've said something like, my teacher or my friend said, you can't kiss me because I might die. Or if you touch me, I might die. The first thing you do is take a deep breath. Take a deep breath, look at them and say, honey, that's just not true. It's just not true. That is not true what you've been told. And I'm sorry they said something to you that was so scary here's the facts find the facts that are able to just you know dispel all the the bs that's getting passed around share with them the basic information that you know and then go from there don't feed into it in any great deal to any great degree and what you might do is say honey I'm sorry that you were told that, that's something that's very scary, it's not true, but if you don't want me to kiss you, you don't want me to touch you, that's okay. But I'm here if you change your mind, because I can tell you, as your mom, as your father, that's not true and we're gonna be okay and in fact, now is the time for us to be kissing and loving on one another even more. We just want to make sure that we're practicing the hygiene that we need to practice. So that's number three. And that's probably about all I have to say on the matter. But there's a number four thing. When this all started coming out, I, I said to you guys, and I was talking about Laura Sedan, which is the, the uh, derivative from from coconut oil and it is a natural antiviral just the other just yesterday actually I heard a friend of mine he's a physician Henry Ramirez and he he did a post he's been doing these live posts he's and he's talking about how to boost your immune system and I'm like oh my gosh and then I saw another lady finally said something like we need to be talking about how to strengthen immune systems we're still not talking about that, guys. We, we need to be focused not on fear and avoidance. We need to be focusing on strengthening our internal immune systems. And I've had my family, many of my family members, on a supplement called Lauricidin, L-A-U-R-I-C-I-D. I've got it right here. Lauricidin. And you can go to lauracedon.com. I'm not a paid spokesperson, but I'm just telling you, from the standpoint of all of this, work on strengthening your immune system. It's one thing to clean your hands and take a shower and wash your clothes, but do things that strengthen your immune system. Just the other day in one of my online newsletters I read, the state of New York is treating treating coronavirus with vitamin C. Guess what? vitamin c you get everyone knows that you get vitamin c from an orange from an orange but you get three times more vitamin c from a bell pepper so think about these things do more research Do more research of what it's going to take to strengthen your immune system and stop doing things that are going to weaken your immune system. There are so many things out there in our society that actually weaken our immune system instead of strengthening it. And one of those things is stress. So try not to stress so much and do some things during this period of time to make yourself feel better. So that's it, guys. Remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from the same blueprint of stress, fear, and overwhelm, or we can stop, we can slow down, take three to 10 deep breaths, and we can choose love. And I hope you'll choose love. Hey there, Evelyn. Miss you too. Miss you guys too. Hey there, Peachy. All right. So that's it. Have a good evening. Um, God bless you. Big Papa loves you. Remember, When your children come to you with questions, the first thing you gotta do, check yourself. Calm your anxiety, calm your fear, because they're looking at, they're not looking at, they're not listening to the words you're using, they're listening to what you feel. Calm your own fear, speak with honesty, speak with authenticity, be very simple, be very point of matter, be very simple and straight to the point, and everything's going to be okay. God bless, guys. Have a good evening, and I will see you tomorrow.